Actually, we're not live nah, while I'm you're sure listening to it, but we are here with uh, Ben and Will. You heard Will. Hi. Ben, you want to say hi? Mm-hmm. I do. Hi. And, and then, then uh, as usual. <laughs> and we have a guest with us today. His name Daddy is Herb. Daddy Herb. He is a, <laughs> a client at Coastal Strength and Fitness, so he's going to bro out with us, chop it up. Yeah. Interject. You want to say, say what's up, Herb? Hello, everybody. So, uh, so yeah, so you want to, just so everyone can get a little background information, kind of, kind of fill them in on, on your deets. You're, you're, what, what, remember back in the day on like when, when we had AIM and you would hit up a chick and you'd go ASL? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your little profile had a bunch of shit in it. Uh, what, what, why don't you give us a little, little ASL, a little age, <laughs> little age sex location? <laughs> oh, man. So, 34, male, and, uh. Newport News, Virginia. There we mm. go. Mm. <laughs> um, Too bad he's taken. <laughs> uh, so I'm from the area. I was uh, born and raised in Norfolk, and uh, moved, you know, met my wife, and uh, she's from this side of the water, and uh, moved out to min- the peninsula in like uh, 2012, and you know, I like it here. It's, uh, it's different from the south side. Yeah, um, big time. I still yeah. find myself over there quite a bit, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, me too. You know, this is this feels like home. So. Mm. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like I learned since I moved and I've been over here. So say you have to go somewhere and say it's whatever, like 12 miles away. You just think, hey, that's the place I'm going to. Over there, like it's it can actually not be that far. Like from say Hampton to to Norfolk, you know, be like seven miles. But because of the bridge and the water and just that separation. It, it's like two different worlds. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, the south side or the peninsula. Like, I, I'd never go over there. And it's really not, like, not that far, really you know, is. so. Yep. Nah, it's, it's wild. It's but. like the only reason why I would ever go past the, you know, the tunnel would be to, like, go up to D.C. or Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens, yeah. yeah exactly. That's how it was for me for the longest time. And it seems so far, but now Bush Gardens is, like, right there. Yeah. And it's, it's not a big deal, especially after driving that for so long. Yeah, like you tell people Newport News, it might as well be Richmond, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Florida. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go to Disney World instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, man. Excellent. So, um, so I know you just hit your one-year mark at Coastal. Um, how, how's that been for you, like kind of getting a year under your belt of, of training and, and everything? Were you a gym rat before? How was that? Uh, no, absolutely not. I um, So... I would go on and off uh, to gym to the gym and just mess around. Um, you know, I I'd had some major injuries in my twenties, and I put on some weight. And then, like after I did all my rehab and got better, um, was able to do like full exercise. I I'd shed all that weight, but it was like it was like by not eating, you know, like doing stupid stuff, mm-hmm. um, trying to catch on like whatever fad diet or exercise. Um, so it, you know, the results would come, but then. It wasn't in anything that would last. Like I would get skinny and a little lean, but I mean, I'd put the weight back on, and then it was really just about like not having to buy new pants. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've I've done that once, and I don't I don't like ever plan on wanted you know having to do that again. Yeah. 
uh, at least not you know to go up in waist size. Um, so. So was it like a hard? Cause so a lot of times, so what we notice is, so you're in your 30s, right? And that's a normal thing. In their 30s, people really like, yeah, they start to notice, yeah, they're gaining weight and their clothes fit different, and that's the thing. And then people get in their 40s, and they're then all of a sudden their blood works bad, and they want to improve that. Um, and then, you know, eventually 50s. So what we're seeing now though is you have people in their 30s kind of taking more action. Um, but the harder thing is a lot of people still, you know think oh well in my 20s I could do it on my own I don't need help right but when you get into your 30s you have some kids you get married you have more priorities it's important or do you find that it was important to yeah kind of invest a little bit in it you know by by having a coach and trainer and gym to to basically make you do it like is that a key key thing for you absolutely I uh, you know I would go to the gym and, and just mess around but it would never, there would never be any real structure just to it. Just throw out for yeah, just you know, hour and a half. I see somebody doing some weights, I'm like, I can do that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just, it was just me messing around and it was never any consistency. And, uh, you know, jumping head first uh, into, you know, a place like uh, Coastal where, you know, it's group sessions, it's a bunch of people that you don't know. Um, that's, that's definitely out of my comfort zone. And, uh, you know, I wanted to do that. And, uh, it's been huge because um, I could always do the work like I can always do the exercise and or you know I always wanted to exercise I always see myself as you know wanting yeah. to be fit but uh, I mean this is just you know taking it to a, a complete, completely uh, different level for me I know and uh, you want to talk about kind of how because um, you, you have how many kids do you have I have two two uh, kids yep. dad life dad, dad life, life. Yeah. so mm-hmm. like um you know, I've seen videos and stuff, you know, where, where your kids kind of chip in or maybe you're doing like push-ups at home and like, isn't that cool kind of how like you don't really have to say anything about it, but but kids just notice like what you do, you know, and it just kind of how it kind of, you know, trickles down like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like, you know, being able to set that example for them, you know, I think would do well for them in the future. Um, I mean, maybe it translates into them playing sports or something like that, which would be cool, but just for them to see their dad active and, and uh, things like that, um, I think. Well, it makes it a norm for them, yeah, right? Yeah, like exactly. it's, it's like, okay, so you, you know, on a weekend, you either binge watch something on Netflix or yeah. it looks like dad's moving around a lot. He doesn't really sit still. Maybe that's what you're yeah. supposed to do. Whoa, whoa, hold up there, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I do stuff on the weekend physically so that I can binge watch on next Netflix mm. guilt free. Okay, okay, fair enough. No judgment on, <laughs> so the, on the binge watching, but I'm just uh, trying to tell us. I'm just saying, you're you know. your exercise for binge watching. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About that. Mm. We might need to work on that habit. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. How have you, uh, so also then too, Herb, with your. I noticed, you know, you, you posted some pictures, so, you know, where you've lost weight and you can see, see the abs coming in and everything. Have, how much have you changed your nutrition over the last year? Has that kind of been like a gradual thing or like a, something that you've, you've worked on? What's, what's up with that? So that, that's really the toughest thing for me. Um, I think even when I first joined, you know, talking to Ben, I, I told him I eat like a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, you yep. know, pretty much just eat whatever and, and 
go hard at buffets, like three, <laughs> three plate minimum, you know? Yep, yep. Plus dessert. You gotta get your money's worth. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, yeah. it's only like 10 bucks, but you still feel like you have to PR every time. Yeah, you know? every single time, dude. That's uh, why. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that was very much the norm for me. And, uh, you know, trying to get the exercise and, and the diet or the nutrition just, uh, it was very tough. Um, but it, it started, it started coming around like about the six month mark. I wasn't really looking to, to shed a lot of weight, you know, I, I definitely wanted to change body composition and I knew that I wasn't going to get there unless I started, unless a little tweak started coming in. Just, yeah. You know, you yeah. guys always talk about small changes and I didn't just be constantly making small tweaks. And, uh, I think now, like, um, especially when I'm home and not traveling, you know, I can, I can control a lot of those things. Like I don't, I'm not very strict with the meal, meal prep, but I do keep good food around and. You know, I tend to eat, you know, stuff that's the same all, all the time. Like, just like, you know, meat, veggies, and, and yeah. just like... Which I is was, like key, though. Yeah, know? I was pretty much eating that stuff already, but, mm -hmm. I, you know, I just made small tweaks. Like, yeah. a little less rice, a little more meat, more mm -hmm. vegetables. And, I mean, those, those are things I already like to eat. Um, but now I just put a premium on that, and those are like my favorite meals mm. of the day. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about, man. And you slowly got there. Slowly got there. You know, yeah, from yeah, eating yeah. like a trash can yeah. to like meat yeah. and veggies at most Absolutely. of your meals. Because that's the hardest thing to get rid of. Like I think if I would have just went all in from the start, you know, I'd be falling into bad bad habits. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just, said that on and off versus that gradual slide yeah, exactly. is, is what happens with that. So yeah, that's a good point. That was like a bucket of fried chicken on the table. You know, ah, I could have one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not have six or seven pieces. Yep. Right. Down it and hate, the, hate yourself at the end. With all the rice. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, Wait, let's, last time, I can't remember the last time I had fried chicken. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll eat it. it if it's there. Like, if I'm at a cookout and there's fried chicken, I'll eat it. But it's never something I, like, say, oh, I want fried chicken. Yeah. And, I feel like I've like stumbled it. across yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not either. something I roll across all the time. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but in stumble across it. Speaking on that herb, I remember that this will be something a lot of people will relate to. Um, like you were excited because we, we, I, I don't like to use the word allow, but like white rice was like, oh, like yeah, you can have some some rice, you know, like, um, and you and you were pumped, like you didn't have to give that up or feel, you know, so. I think a lot of people are so on this, like, oh, like, on and off, good and bad, yes, you know, no, like, yeah. eliminate such and such, you know, like, um, and it just, even even if it was a little better, even if, say, like, eliminating grains completely was 100, was, was a little better, if it's not sustainable, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah. like, if you're... If, you know, and that's the thing with, you know, some of these extreme diets like keto, right? Like eliminate carbs completely. Like, hey, maybe there is, uh, yeah, it works for some people, right? But if, if you can't keep that up for life, then you're just, you, you're not going to find a balance to be able to uh, sustain it, right? So exactly. um, that's, that's really good, Gary. Like just if it's not sustainable, it doesn't matter. You could, I mean, you could, you could probably stretch that out along a lot of different dietary plans or, or even, oh, even some of our stuff. Like like you doing every single thing that Coastal says, like but only for two months, I'm sorry, you you're not gonna you're not yeah. gonna get anything out of that. You could do basically half of what we say, one thing we say, but if, but you if you're do doing it consistent, mm -hmm, then you're yeah. actually gonna get something out of it. Yep. Um yeah, that I mean that's why there's like this no one right answer, or at least it doesn't feel like there is. Um, because really 
time is the right answer or or at least the the thing we should all be thinking about how long have i been doing this and keeping that consistent mm-hmm. like that was a crush yeah i like how you, how you put that yeah so i mean i'm i'm filipino and uh my love affair with rice is it runs deep yeah. like um i mean that's sticky jasmine mm, when that, that's when what it is baby that's sticky then, jazz. you gotta tell deep. me about that yeah. <laughs> i'm like man and uh so you know i always thought like you know to be able to you know cut weight and, and get lean like that needed to go and um and that that's very much the opposite it's really just moderation like, yeah i can have it on my plate but maybe not dominate my plate yeah exactly so, like, just fit it into whatever your goal is really. yeah, yeah yeah so like if, if i had a plate of rice it would mo- mostly be like half mm-hmm. you know and it'd yep. be yeah, that's like two scoops Pile of that bad boy up. two yeah, scoops yeah, of high yeah. society right <laughs> and then uh like some meat and uh, you know now it's like you know a quarter of the plate yep yeah. replace that other half with more vegetables some protein and veggies yeah no i like that and, and it's yeah. like yeah Ground it's really just your amounts Oof. Man, mm-hmm. so I, I've been eating that ground beef and rice like yeah. as a kid, but like I would throw like ketchup and stuff like that. Or yeah, yeah, eggs, yeah. Like, you know, just whatever. Ooh, that, eggs, that'd be how eggs on beef and rice. Oh my that's god! So like that's that's the kind of stuff I ate as a kid, and I would always, you know, I was very active as a kid, and uh, you know, playing outside a lot because that's what kids that grew up yeah. in that time. Yeah, kids listening now are like, what? What is play outside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. is that an app? What is that? So, um, you know, that was my fuel back then, and it's very much the same thing now. Like, I can, cool. yeah, just brown up a, you know, a couple pounds of ground beef, and I'd be good to go. You know? mm-hmm. And my son likes it. So I was going to yeah, ask how your kids like it. Good example. I mean, uh, my daughter doesn't like it, but uh, mm-hmm. we've, we've turned her on a steak, and uh, yeah. she is a She's got that expensive yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> she can She's tell that it's not a, <laughs> she can tell when it's Where not a real it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she oh, tastes man. different. You got to set the bar real high real yeah, early yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, I like steak. I was like, oh. <laughs> you like, you like, like this kind of high. <laughs> the tops. Oh, give her like a, I don't know, give her something lean. Give her a London broil and she'd be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> is this horse meat? What is I this? I ordered steak. <laughs> Chewing uh, for days. Yeah, my, my son was actually asking for ground beef and rice. So Damn, that, you got him started early. Happy, yeah. Start him young. Yeah. Start there. Like, job, your job is done, man. That's like, like, <laughs> no, yeah, man. That's like, my pat meal. Myself on the back for that. Yep. Like no matter what, <laughs> that still will probably be my favorite meal. Ground beef rice. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's just hard to beat, man. So central. Everything you need. Everything you need. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six I always days go, days life. but like I put taco seasoning on mine. I don't know how everybody else does it. That's my jam. Oh no, that's. I mean. Every you know, every once in a while you switch it up. Yeah, so. I like garlic salt. Simple. Yeah, I go with soy sauce, but it's a lot. You know, time yeah. sodium. Uh, you you know what I do sometimes? I, I go I go high shelf and get that. Uh, I go fish sauce. Oh, that's fish really. Sauce. And it's that that one. It's that one brand. <laughs> it's like yeah. Mm, it's that it's that table. it's that umami. <laughs> that umami flavor. Yeah. Is that what you like, man? Dude, that I like umami. that umami. I bet you do. Damn, I gotta try that. I gotta get on yeah, that. Mommy. Damn, I already and made like three lose. pounds for the week. Yeah, you can't lose. And, and Herb, you'll you'll be uh, delighted to know this, and, and we'll, we'll have to get into this on another deeper on another episode. But act, but sodium and salt, especially if you're training and eating mostly you know unprocessed foods, is really just my concern is people not getting enough actually. Yep. You know, so so I wouldn't be too too worried about that. Yeah. Um, and that's it's one of those things like 
you need sodium to for one just to have everything work right mm-hmm. like all your muscles and your heart and and everything and to keep yourself hydrated if you don't have enough sodium then you're actually not going to retain enough water like you need a certain amount of water you don't want to be bloated and look like the michelin man from eating so much salt but you do need enough yeah um and that yeah when a lot of people switch to like non-processed foods what happens is they don't add salt to anything and then like beef doesn't really have any salt in it for the most part it probably has a little bit but yeah the salt content's pretty negligible, so you're missing out on, you know, a lot of stuff that's going to keep you balanced and like performing well. Um, so. Well, that I mean, that flavor, you know. Yeah, like, you yeah. need flavor. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, that's all about. Like. That's the perfect. Hey, and that's something. the that's the perfect gauge, right? Like people always say, well, how much salt should I eat? Our taste is tuned to it. Like it lets us know. You know. Yeah. You know how when you eat something and it's like too salty, like it you've burns. had a, you've had enough salt. Like that's your yep. body telling you, like you you have sufficient sodium levels. And then you know how you'll be eating food and you just every time you add salt to it, it tastes better and better and better. Like that's yeah, your body telling you, like hey, you need a little more salt, a little more mm-hmm. salt. Yep. Um, so if you just get in tune with yourself, like you you'll you'll get the right amount. You know. So, and, and the whole problem with sodium is that you know restaurant food packaged food is loaded with it and and then so the average person eats tons of that stuff and then doesn't exercise right so it's a huge mismatch so then they're taking in way too much sodium not sweating and losing it they're out of balance right but then you flip that what happens is then people go and they get all i'm gonna work out i'm gonna eat better well unprocessed foods basically has no sodium and then you're sweating a bunch so you're losing sodium and you're not intaking enough then there's a mismatch so it's almost the same mismatch just in reverse you know opposite ends of the spectrum yeah so it's funny like most people who 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 quote unquote health nuts need to eat more salt and then yeah like most couch potatoes need to eat less salt so it's just yeah you know uh, what man that's one of those things and this is gonna get me fired up but like the whole high blood pressure and salt thing which is kind of for the most part, for most people, kind of a misnomer. It's not even really that much of an issue. That's like based on what one study, and it wasn't even that good of a study, anyways. But that's kind of stuck around. People are like, oh, like I don't want to eat too much salt because then I'll have high blood pressure or whatever. And it's kind of, especially if you're active, like that's not yeah. really a thing, unless you're just predisposed and you have a genetic predisposition to having high blood pressure. It shouldn't even be a thing that yeah. you worry about. And so, if you if you want to learn more about it, I don't know if you read it, Will. I, I have, and it's, it's really good. There's a book by Dr. James D. Nicolantonio. Ooh. And, ooh, yeah, I nailed it. I think I nailed it, dude. Is he your best friend or something? It's called, uh, it's called The Salt Fix. The Salt, dude, I'm going to get that. It's called The Salt Fix, Why the Experts Got It All Wrong and How Eating More Might Save Your Life. And it, uh, yeah, and it's, it's great. It just kind of lays out the facts and then gives some simple recommendations, which it are eat mostly unprocessed foods and salt to taste. Like it's yeah. as simple as that. Boom. So yeah, I'm more of a, a savory, savory than sweet kind yeah. of person. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So there you go. Um, speaking on salt. So I know one thing we were talking about before we came on air while we're on nutrition is um, we had a a, a question in our Facebook group about kind of like, hey, like, should I try to eat six meals a day, soak the metabolism and that whole thing. And basically, that's that's a myth too. kind of falls in with the salt. So the theory used to be like, yeah, when you eat, it kind of like raises your metabolism, you know, your body has to digest food, which elevates your body heat a little, which burns a little more calories. But um, it does, but it's such a small degree that it doesn't matter. Right. And it's related to the 
total impact of the meal, right? So if you have a little 200 calorie meal, you, it's just turning the dial up a little bit, right? Yep. You have an 800 calorie meal, you're, you're turning that dial up a lot, right? So ultimately, it, when calories are equal, so if you're eating 2,000 calories in the day, whether you have uh, two meals that are 1,000 calories each or you break it into six meals that are like 300 calories, it's the same effect. It doesn't matter. Like meal frequency is irrelevant in that regard. Mm-hmm. Now, where it, where it does matter is, hey, like what can help you eat the 2,000 calories consistently and sustainably? Uh, you know, in sustainability, y'all y'all know what I mean. So, oh, that's the, yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, how do I eat to take in the the correct total amount, and, and you know, what's what's realistic? So, for some people, it, it's hey, like, it's two meals or one meal. For some people, it's five or six. What we recommend is it's kind of like a bell curve, right? Like most people are going to be in the middle, three three meals a day. Like you don't yeah. go too long without eating. Um, you know, you could have decent sized meals. That's a good place to start. But then from there, like experiment. What most people find with the six meals a day is two things we've noticed with clients is it's super hard to prepare. Like that's a lot of food to prepare. And then yeah. so then you if you don't prepare all those meals you're, you're going to end up snacking a lot. Right. Yep. And then, and then that's just more opportunity to overeat and go hit over your, your total calorie mark. Right. Yep. And then you're just always hungry. Yep. Like so if you're, I you're, had to eat six meals, what I eat in my normal meals, like I would just hate myself all day because I would just be constantly hungry and not yep. satisfied. And the and smaller, the smaller the you get, I think the, like, like for, for, for ladies and stuff, especially if you're petite, like I think it's even harder, right? Because the, then you're having like one, 200 calorie meals. Like that's nothing, you know? Yeah, dude, um, that's, and that's awful. Like if you're having chicken and uh, we'll, we'll go like bro when they used to do like six meals of like chicken and rice <laughs> or whatever. Dude, imagine <laughs> if you're like a 120 pound chick and you're trying to eat six meals a day. How much chicken and rice is that at every meal? Mm. You're getting it's, like two ounces of chicken aw. and like an eighth of a cup of rice. That, it's just sad, enough to be man. sad every sad. time you eat. Yeah. It's like three bites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like a little oh. like going to the, the sample counters at Costco, and like <laughs> yeah. that's your meal. Good luck. Yeah. Oh yep. man. So I was, like, I, I, I was gonna say, I already feel like I spent enough time on food, like oh. having to do having more prep probably, and then sit down eat, eat six it. times. Yeah. yeah, I don't have time for that. My oh dad. my gosh. I can, yeah, I see like the benefits, but like the the time constraint right there just throws that out for me. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. should hey hey round table. How many times a week or how many times a day do we all eat? It, like two solid meals and then like a snack, like a chicken breast or a smoothie or something. Yeah, <laughs> only a chicken breast chicken snack. Breast. Y'all don't have chicken breast snack. Hey, 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 I'm nah. Back real quick. You we're, fit, we're, wait what? We were at the One City Marathon this past weekend. We had a <laughs> we had a water station. <laughs> And everyone's just like sipping coffee and whatever, and it's cold and whatever. And dude, what do you know? Ben goes to the car, comes back with a giant turkey breast, and he's just digging into it. And like, because you know Ben's a generous soul, just offering people a bite, just this big hunk Some of meat, passing it around, yeah. and people are diving in and yeah. just taking chunks. It was dude, the best thing ever. I want to take Ben to a Virginia Tech game so he can just munch on a turkey leg. <laughs> oh, dude, he would bring his own turkey breast. Yeah. I oh I, I it was like a huge like drunk yeah. drumstick. Yeah, yeah, I heard about those, man. <laughs> I think uh, they have those at Bush Gardens. Yeah, Do they? They're expensive. Yeah. It's like fifteen dollars. It's got to eat a whole chicken for this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Ben, you do two big meals. Two big snack. meals, a little snack or something. Nope. I mean, so, that's so, like, so three feedings a day. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. for me, like, it depends. Some, like, most days it'll be two big meals, and then some days I'll have, like, a protein shake, like, on top of that if I'm, you know, um, if I actually do get hungry in between, but it usually doesn't happen. So, eh, two to three for me, and I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at three, but real, I mean, it, you could argue that I'm at one meal and two snacks because I, yeah, like, you, my, you know, it's like, what do you really want to call them? I just call everything a meal, but like, yeah. I, I have small meals uh, for, for breakfast and lunch and then a big meal for dinner. Mm, um, nice. What about you, Herb? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just on three squares. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Three squares. I can't, like, I can't go without missing breakfast now. It's, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. necessary. Mm. So, uh, and, so let's talk in the morning too. Mm-hmm. And let's touch on that, right? Like, so breakfast isn't like the whole like, oh, if you skip it, like it messes you up. Because again, we just established like meal frequency and timing doesn't really matter. But where it does matter, especially breakfast, is for some people, if they start their day with a good breakfast, like that habit, it just it's a trigger, right? To like, oh, I made a good decision, I got a good start, and then the rest of their day falls in the place a little yes. better, right? So that's where breakfast can be super important. And really, breakfast it means breaking the fast. It, it, it's like, it's whatever your first meal is. Like if you have it at 8 a.m. or 12, it, it's still breakfast, you know? Break fast. Break yeah, fast. Exactly. Yeah. Like my, what? My it's like, <laughs> dude, that's like when I figured, like cooperative. Yeah. It's the same moment, like co-operative mm. to get work mm. together. I mean, breakfast. I'm breaking the fast. Breaking the fast. I never thought of a cooperative like that. that. That one got me. Like, Similar to this um, one. Just so. that tonight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, took, yeah. Like my, my breakfast is usually together. like after I train at like ah, eleven or twelve. So whatever time it is at your first meal yeah. is, it doesn't really matter. And then you know what? I'm gonna touch on this because it's it's something funny that I think people feel they have to do. You don't have to eat breakfast foods for breakfast. Like that's <laughs> not a thing. Your body doesn't care if it's eating eggs or steak for breakfast yeah. so i don't some people struggle with that they're like man i hate eggs all right well then don't eat them for breakfast if you just hate them you can have a chicken breast you can have a shake you could have you know eight ounces of ribeye you can have whatever you want like, as long as you're getting like your protein so you know don't feel shoehorned into like oh i have these certain foods i have to have at breakfast and these certain lunch foods and these certain dinner foods. It's all the same. It's all food. So, so I got a, I got a question eat. about that. I got a question about that. Is is the actual like environment of your stomach like different in the morning? Or are they is it literally just, oh, that sounds weird and I'm gonna get sick when I think about it? I don't know. That's it's a mental thing. It's all mental. Yeah. Is it you mental? Know? Because uh, like because yeah. I was just gonna say for me, once I had breakfast for dinner was like yeah. mind blowing. You like, know what? I have at night, you're like Huh. This is delicious. <laughs> you know what? Wait, I always so feel good. like breakfast for dinner is like you're allowed to breakfast yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm more awake. That's, what I'm, I'm that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, like, damn, yeah. is it good? Bacon does not care what time it's No, it doesn't. No, it's it's, it's, it's going to be good at any time of the well, day. That's, yeah, that's, I, think, I think everything. Putting on sandwiches and stuff. This is a whole yeah, different ballgame. Exactly. It's an enhancer. Yeah. yeah. But it is fun. So Ben, back to what you said, like that is crazy, right? It's complete. It's so it's crazy. And we talked about this with me being a picky eater, right? Like how yeah. mental it is. Because think about this, like food is just fuel. Like we need it to live, right? And you know how people are like, oh, I crave, and it's always something real specific. Like I gotta have a Twinkie, right? But like think about if you were born in some hut and uh, you know some island, and you didn't have access to the rest of the world. Like you, you would never crave a Twinkie because you literally didn't know it existed. Exactly. You know. Probably like, 
You know, or if you had never had a pancake for breakfast, you would never think I have to have a pancake for breakfast because you wouldn't even know that that existed, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, as a basic human, like, all, all, all of that stuff is mental because it's just not, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not have, wired to have, have to have a fuel Twinkie. fuel needs. You have fuel needs. Yeah, a Twinkie is just... And subconsciously, you tr you basically go, fuel need, carb, sugar, processed exactly, sugar, Twinkie. Yeah. Like, before you even know it. Yeah, and not even, dude, not even processed sugar, regular, like, carb sugar, I mean, uh, fat, protein, carb, you know? Yeah. Like, we, those right. are what we crave. Now... Especially in that perfect ratio, but too. That's, yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, right? Why do you... So, sugar is a more concentrated source, right? It's, like, yep. super calorie dense. So, if you're, like, dieting and you're in a super calorie deficit, your body is naturally going to want more concentrated source. It's going to be attracted to a more concentrated yep. source, right? So that that is why we crave sugar like that. Um, so yeah, and, and ultimately, yeah, it's all mental, you know? So I'll, I will say for me, like processed food was the very first thing to go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it, ha second, it has to be, yeah. Yeah, and then um, second was the idle snacking. Like, we had <laughs> yeah. a couple sessions where we talked about nutrition, same mm -hmm. with and it was just like, you know, why am I, why am I snacking on something? I don't really, I'd rather save it for you yep. know, more food at lunch or, yeah. right. and it's hard to realize like, like, do I even need this? Like that's something like a lot of people, it's just, you do it and you don't even really think about it. And then when you actually think like, damn, do I need this right now? Or am I just doing this just because like yeah. I'm bored or I just kind of, you know, just want to have some extra food. So yeah. Somewhere in the evolutionary process, we're like, we need to store up for later. Yeah. We need to store up for later. We need to store up for later. Like we made, we don't know what our next meal is going to get. So let mm -hmm. me get this concentrated carb source to to get me through at least what I think and to survive. And that's mm -hmm. just understanding now. Like we can prep our meals, and, and we're going to be, okay. be fine with the week yeah. as long as we got nice steady jobs. Yeah. We're going to be able to pay for it next week. Yeah. So actually sparsing it out and allowing for this, even the minor discomforts of not completely like that's really what longevity gets you gets you your goals faster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and what you just said is like that's the thing people have to understand. Like you're not wrong for having uh, cravings and like loving processed food because. Our, like our that's how our, our brains are still like yeah our brains are still the same as, as the past to where our biggest struggle back then was was getting enough food to survive right mm -hmm. now dude more people die from obesity than from starvation isn't that crazy? Like we've completely, we've completely flip flopped it. So now we have the same brain that thinks we need to prevent ourselves from starving, but we're in a world where food of a food abundance. Yeah. Right. And it's like, but, like we're like, you're fighting against that, you know, like that brain where it's like, Oh, like we need to, we need to get food. And, and so, you know, that's where that like craving and stuff comes from. And, um, yeah, just, you have to put it in perspective and like fast food, for example, if you haven't had it for a long time and uh -huh. you, Reintroduce it to your system. <laughs> Doesn't do very well. What <laughs> in the hell is this? Did what did you do? <laughs> get out of me. <laughs> plastic? And it's always going to be at a time where it's not convenient. Oh, yeah, like you're out yep. of value. Yeah, you're fast like, food. You're like, man, I, I got to get home. <laughs> hey, and let's, let's use that to, to help explain it to people, right? Like when we say processed food, like what you're working against, right? So I think a good way to explain it is let's take a food like coffee, for example, right? So when you ask them if they like coffee, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, well, do you like black coffee? Oh, no. So you don't act. They, but, but then when you add cream and sugar to coffee, all of a sudden it's super delicious, right? Carbs. 
fat and carbs. Dude, that that is that just one example basically explains our entire food system now. What do they do? Okay, let's take a potato. Do do people love potatoes by themselves? It's all right, right? It's a potato. But when you fry it in oil, put some sugar or put some salt on it, then boom, French French fries are they're amazing. Or or you take a baked potato and you put put some uh, sour cream on it, cheese. You know, like all of a sudden, boom, you're adding fat, you're adding food reward. It's amazing. It's easy to overconsume, right? So that's what you're dealing with with processed food is like these foods that are literally engineered to make our brains just like fireworks go off, you know. So, yeah. That's so why it's got to be one that you, you do tackle. Like, that's, that's a big rock for a lot of people, and, and getting that out solves a lot. You know, yeah. It helps. And it's funny. And, and you know what? Figuring that out for yourself is different for everyone. Honestly, yeah. the way that Herb talked about how he does it is the best way, but, it's, but most people can't. They struggle with that. Like, to be able to, like, yeah, go to a birthday party and be like, instead of having six pieces of cake, just having one. Like, that's, that's all you have to do. If you eat mm-hmm. whole food majority of the time and just be sensible with your indulgences, you'll be good. Yep. But, but some people struggle with that, so they might need to journal or diary or track just so they have more accountability. Um, you know, it's finding for yourself whatever – you have to take some accountability for your food intake or it's a losing battle. Yeah. So it's sure. literally just figuring out, like, what for yourself uh, keeps you accountable and then, and then doing that, you know, just taking some kind of control. I have a uh, a long-standing membership uh, as part of the Clean Plate Club. Yeah, so, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Yep, same. I've always been trained to like if it's on your plate, smash yeah, it. Yeah, eat and it. And then like right. pretty much where you just have to rinse it off. You don't even have to use soap to, <laughs> yeah. to get it back in the mix. But that's gross. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but so yeah, like uh, don't put it on your plate, right? Yeah, exactly. Just Dude. don't do that, and then you know yeah. you'll be straight. It's but as yeah, simple you as set that. Set yourself up with a smaller portion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if somebody you know says, hey, eat this piece of cake. You know, because we're handing it out to everybody. Well, I'll take a bite and then yeah. probably just throw it away mm-hmm. unless you want it. You know, you know who's never been a member of the Clean Plate Club? Mm. Ben? Mm. Neurotically song, against Dude, the complete <laughs> Clean Plate Club? Load it up. Stop when you're done. That's, yeah, that's the... The only like, person I've ever met that intrinsically just does that. That's your snack. That's your snack, bro. That's where it comes from. I have this mentality that if it's not... You know, done. I'm not gonna save it. Yeah, like that's it, right? Yeah, there. same. Mm-hmm. Unless, I did unless, have like, to I'm get cooking a huge meal and then there's leftovers. Well, I had yeah, to get like, I did You overdo it to where home. you're like, I'm not eating three pounds of ground beef in this one yeah, sitting. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly, exactly. it's getting rationed out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I guess if you, you're putting it away for a snack later, then that totally makes sense. And dude, so, that would always get me. And I've gotten a lot better with this. Like when I go out to eat, I would have to finish everything at once. Oh yeah. Have to absolutely like I'm paying for it. I gotta finish it. And now I've gotten a lot better to where I'll like I could eat half. And be okay. Yeah. And yeah, maybe take it home, or maybe even not. Like maybe just eat half. I'm full. I'm done. That's it. I'm conveniently I'm forget. Yeah. Your to go for exactly. Yeah. yeah. So know, like, uh, yeah, so like when you go, we guys go out to eat. Uh, well, I don't know. Just when you in general, do you have to eat like one thing after the other, or do you like to mix it up? So like, Dude, if you yeah, have like ninety percent of my, my meals are just in bowls. So yeah. I just yeah, mix yeah. everything up. Okay. I, 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 I go one at a time. Actually. You go one at a time. Yeah, when, especially yeah, you go out and you have like this thing. That, Dude, I cannot. So mix if you got like a burger and fries, and we'll say like broccoli. I would, I would much rather just finish the burger. Probably go to the Brock and then hit the fries. See, dude, I just oh. I just do it all. I have like I, yeah. a bite of my burger. I'm the same way, man. And then a bite of broccoli. <laughs> what about your What about your palate? 
What is a palate? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> when you taste one thing, then you taste the other thing. Oh, that's it's enhancing it every time. Yeah, exactly. What? Like, it, it all together together doesn't make fries picture. better, does no, it? No, no, it just builds on itself. Oh, man. All right. All right. <laughs> It's, it's mm. a risk you gotta take, man. Maybe mm. open open your doors a little bit. Fry broccoli, fry broccoli, yeah, like that. Maybe, yeah. hey, you know what, man? That might make your life a little better. That was the intent. So I might be missing something. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I I could never understand like if, you know when somebody would just eat their fries and then smash those. I'm like, what if you don't have enough room for the burger? Yeah. Like, what do you get? Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make sure you got room for the yeah. Most you mix thing. it up, but you finish the premium stuff and you exactly. leave it. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be like eating. You like, go entrees. Yeah, but that's why fries are last. Your though. veggies yeah. before you eat your ribeye that you ordered. Nah, that that like, nah, that like hurts. Burn it all on the ribeye. Yeah. Everything else falls by the wayside. Exactly. That's There's the some collateral damage part. that can happen, but yeah. I don't want the main stuff to get taken care of. Yeah, like <laughs> if I don't eat, like if I eat half a potato, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna ruin my day. But if I order a ribeye and I'll eat oh, half because I'm that full, is sad. I'll be yeah. pissed off, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the. Mm. Yeah, you got to go entree side dish. You know, like yeah, of course. If you go side dish entree. Mm. I'm not sure something, I trust them. Yeah. Mm. I might be dating that person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll have to investigate next time we go out to eat. <laughs> She's gonna grill me for <laughs> saying something about her on the podcast again. But whatever. what what I love about this though is like it's you know there's four of us and there's four different approaches with how we handle you know our eating and that's important yeah. to listeners. Like everyone wants there to be this like just real clean, super cut and dry answer yeah. to everything. And it's just no not you know off. like again like I've, we've talked about this a million times like. I know me, like if I make five cups of rice, like I'll eat five cups of rice. If I make three, I'll eat three. So if I have a certain goal or need to eat a certain amount of food, it's important for me just to make the amount that I need to eat or I'll overeat, right? Whereas Ben, again, can just stop his food and save it for later, you know? Um, And neither is right, neither is wrong, you know? It just, it's like what works for you. you. It's the same thing with training, man. Some people are like, well, how many days a week should I do? I mean, what can you sustain and recover from? Like. What could you keep up to where you could do this all the time? Yep. Yeah, for, could, I was going to say for that person that's just not accepting, like, yes, there's gray area. Like, if you really need something, I think y'all just nailed yeah. it. Like, what can you sustain? Yeah. Answer yeah. that question. What could you do, like, pretty much for the rest of your life or at least for a long period of time? If you can answer that with something, you probably just need to do that. And then yeah. if you don't like where you ended up, that's when you switch it and you actually have the motivation to switch it which is that's half the battle too yeah um so yeah that's maybe that's a good check-in question for anything really if you're looking for you know actual change in anything like can i sustain the change i'm about to make or the the way i'm going to do this that's awesome and if not if it's so hardcore that you're like dude i can't i couldn't do this forever then maybe you know scale it back a little bit so you could actually keep doing it because that's what matters you know the effectiveness of something really is 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 married to how consistent you are rather than how like effective the actual thing is like you know on paper yeah i i definitely appreciate the bad stuff so much more like when i do allow you know myself to have it or whatever it's like man this is good but i don't need to go ham (laughs) yeah yeah the treats cool though had that but that's dude that's huge like that's and that's where you want to get to um but yeah if you have it all the time then it's just oh this is just normal you know it's you just definitely have like, to change the norm yeah it, it's yeah. not like like it's a little more of a peak if you don't have it a long time and you really enjoy it but then you go a good bit of time with eating your normal food and and then you can really enjoy it a lot more um not doing it all the time yeah. 
Yeah. And part of that's because there was a little bit of sacrifice for it, right? Kind of like that. Did you see that email I had the other day? Like, what if all you had to do was take an elevator to climb Mount Everest, right? Like, yeah. would it be that rewarding of an experience? Like, no, because no, there's no struggle. So when you like eat healthy and maybe you say no a couple times during the week to the office donut, then you get to the weekend and it's brunch. Like, it's going to be more enjoyable in part because you haven't had it in a while, but also because, you know, there was some sacrifice to, to, to get to that point. And, and so you feel more satisfied from it, you know? Yep. No, that's yeah. a good point. I really like that. So, and I'm spinning good. back to Will, you mentioned training and like figuring that out. Like how much should I train? I, in my experience though, the problem with that I, is that is people like, you have blinders about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, you can, for sure. Yeah, that's absolutely. where having a coach comes in, right? You know, yeah. like because a coach can subjectively say, like, "Hey, like you're not recovering, or yeah, you're overtraining, or you know, they can see your performance dip or drop or your and mood." You know, like, that's a conversation we have with people, and I'm glad like we can have that conversation. Like I have no problem telling somebody you're doing too much, and it's good to be able to do that because there's some like some places like. Then nobody's telling you you're doing too much, you know, and that might be the reason why you feel like crap or you're not, you know, getting leaner or whatever it may be, whatever your goal is, it's just you're doing so much that you're just, you're beating yourself down. So, yep. you know, like I, I'd like to see everybody. I wish everyone was here six days a week just to hang out, but, you know, I don't want you to, to get beat down. And that's why, like, you know, it is a benefit to have coaches like us that are going to tell you that and have that hard conversation of, you know, chill out. I'm, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I mean, we all are. And that's why yeah, we all do it. It's like, no one's like, going hey, to, yeah. Calm down yeah. a little bit. Well, it's just like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, when you're trying to sustain your cardio, you know, like, you want to get to that point of, like, not too high, not too low. So I'm really just trying to find that medium ground where I just keep going. Like, uh huh. You know, when you cross that line, it's really hard to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So I've been, that's where I'm like, you know, if I go, you know, the maximum amount of days per week, that's kind of where it the zone that I want to stay in. Like, I don't want to... So basically, you're bringing your intensity down a little bit yeah. overall, yeah. which I guess smart, you know? That's actually, yeah. that's a really good way to... That's a great rule of thumb. Typically, if you want to train more frequently, you need to train less intensely. Yep. Right? If you want, if you want to train more intense, you need to train less frequent. Yep. Exactly. That so way you never cross that line. Yep. Yeah. And, and like... And I know for me, like, what I've learned kind of intuitively over the years is, like, you'll know when you've crossed the line... I know you'll start having to wear like you don't look forward to training, you know, like it's this weird, like subconscious feeling of and you won't even notice it at first, but you'll realize like, oh, it's workout time. You'll have to be like, oh, 10 more minutes and I'll and I'll leave for the gym, you know, or 15 minutes or or you know what? I'm going to read this article and then you miss the gym or whatever. Like that is your body trying to slow you down and make you less active because there's a, the, the balance is off, you know? You know what, you know what else too, like, like go, coinciding with that, your body will, uh, you know, we, we all have like patterns like that, that cause pain. Your body usually will throw two or three at you at the same time where, I mean, normally it's just dealing with the one and you got a pattern you're fighting against. When people cross the line in here, it's, I can always tell because they're like, well, you know my shoulder thing, yeah, but now my knee's starting to act up and, and my, you know what, my low back's a little funny. It's like, there you go, you've crossed the line. Yep. Your, body can't even, your body can't even manage the one pattern. Yeah. It can't even focus to, to help the one pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that it's yeah, definitely, if you feel more than one pain or ache, you're probably pushing it too far. Yep, in yeah. Yep. Ben, I read this article out to find it, like where, they're almost connecting more and more and they do, you know, with athletes and stuff to where you could almost 
say like eight and obviously you have like blunt trauma injuries you know like a, you're a football yeah, player but yeah. like most injuries like in the gym and stuff are literally because people are in that zone right beyond their capability of recovery and that's uh, when that is when injuries happen and literally an injury is your body trying to just stop you from going any further and doing more damage you know so yeah. while the injury feels like oh my god this is the worst thing this is the damage that was actually your body's way almost of saying like dude like chill you know yeah. and uh and that's what happens and lock, like locking down a joint and, and keeping it safe yeah you know, your nervous system on. takes a lot of energy to coordinate these movements it, it really pieces it together um so when you're doing your slow and controlled movements more body you know the, like basically you know not going into that zone your body is able to coordinate it usually like pain-free as long as you don't have something crazy but you're right you take yourself over that line where you're where you're actually in that state of mind your nervous system's going crazy mm -hmm. um i mean yeah being able to actually put it together and coordinate it it starts shutting down it starts coming up with really really weird strategies and then yeah that's when you get that weird ass knee thing mm -hmm. from yep. your shoulder issue yep. Um, yep. because it's just uh, your body your body's coming up with weird stuff yep. yeah yeah so and again it's all about your situation right if you're an athlete training for the olympics and like you're pushing towards this deadline and like the the, the reward is riches and gold medals and immortality like that's hey dude go for it but if you're like yeah, exactly. trying to lose 12 pounds and lower your cholesterol and you still have kids and you have to go to work like um you should probably chill out you know like yeah, like yeah. you you know what i'm saying like you need to be able to walk tomorrow yeah. <laughs> chase that exactly. one down or whatever too right and, and it's just that we that's the whole problem with like the instagram world right you can get on and literally see that person who's going for gold and what they're doing and then you, and, and be like i want to do that you know but that's yeah. not your reality you know so it's like that's why we always try to put out that message like it's okay to just be average in a way you know what i'm saying like yep. <laughs> you know like be the best be the best like worker outer that's also a husband and a father and is wants to show up at work and make a living like yeah. you balance all those things like be that best person like you don't have to train like the nfl person or the crossfit uh open champions or or the elite power lifters you know like be like you and, and what your responsibilities are you know it's like the same thing with like nutrition, you know, doing the small tweaks. You know, I feel like that same way with exercise. You, you keep raising that average, mm -hmm. and then you yep. eventually start to reach some of those goals that mm -hmm. you want to reach. Like, yep. you know, I had that goal of you know doing a muscle up, and mm -hmm. I haven't actually been working on it, but I'm way closer than I ever was. Oh yeah, and the residual effects of like, you know, even working this more pull-ups, yeah, more Do, doing doing your. Yeah push-ups doing the, yeah it right, actually yeah. next time you actually get up to use those triceps yeah. it, it actually it, it pushes you farther right so yep. i mean there's no pressure for me to do that i'm not putting any pressure on myself but it's definitely a goal that i had yeah and i was like well if i fall short i'm still pretty I'm still be in pretty good shape yeah like, like you've done a lot yeah. better yep. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's like it, you know six pack is the goal i was like oh if i fall short of that i'm still gonna have a pretty pretty lean yep. yeah I mean, you're gonna be lean yeah. like oh there's something like, about there's something about setting a goal but not fixating on the results. Yeah. Um. It, it like it leans you toward it, yeah. and you start doing these things. You put together these things, but you're not actually obsessing over. Is it there yet? Am I doing it? it like testing your muscle up every single time. I mean, at the at the very least, it could be frustrating. But yep. yeah, um, I feel like the frustration from that is like the worst thing you can do. Yeah. When you're constantly stressed yeah. and over whether it's nutrition or training, over not getting to a goal. Dude, that just wrecks you. That wrecks your progress completely. Yeah. So just being okay with progressing a little bit is is key, man. Like yeah, that's, that's a great. The, that's a really great. It's one of the biggest things, and and you know, like that stress of 
oh, I'm not there yet. It, it's the worst. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And you want to stay open-minded to every way to reach that goal, right? Like, yeah. Herb, you talked about a muscle-up. Well, little did you know, like, by just working on those nutrition habits is helping you towards getting a muscle-up yeah, because sure. typically you have to be, lean, you know, a certain leanness and, and you want as little body fat as possible is going to make doing a muscle-up easier, you know? Yeah. So it's funny. A lot of people will focus on something like a pull-up or muscle-up and just want to practice doing a pull-up or muscle-up all the time when in actuality, like losing 10 pounds would help way more than yep. practicing the exercise at a certain point, you know? So, um, so yeah. So it's really just, yeah, like having that big outcome goal, but, but then not putting so much pressure on yourself about it. Yeah, so, I mean, it took me a year to get, you know, where I am now, and I'm, I'm for sure yeah. satisfied. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if I keep yeah. this up. And a yeah. year's not even where, a long where's, time. Yeah, where's yeah. the limit? Where's the wall? Exactly. I mean, you don't know. Right, right. Yeah. But then going yeah. about it in the right way, like, just slowly chugging along like where are you going to be at a year from now yeah. you know with that attitude like you're going to be doing yeah. awesome Absolutely. so that's that's a cool way to look at it rather than like putting so much pressure and a deadline for a year and if you don't hit it you're pissed and you hate everything well you know that's just going to set you back so yeah and here a- and here's the beauty of it all herb is like you know we have these short-term things but in actuality like most of us our number one goal is like health and while you're doing all this, like you're the 34-year-old you, will, if you stick with it, will, the 54-year-old you will, will be the same, which is the ultimate goal, right? Like, could you imagine if you weren't working on any of it and you, and you just had let it ride and then you, your 12 pant size is bigger when you're 54 and have a bunch, you know, going on? So that's the other thing, too. People forget not only, like, setting goals of what you want to accomplish, but always remember and reflect on um, – what you're also like reversing, you know, or, or not going towards, you know? Yeah. So like this past year, like both of my dads had some, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my dad and my father-in-law had some, some health issues. And I was like, man, I, you know, I got two small kids. I'm not like terrible or anything like that, but I mean, if I keep going down this path, it's only going to continually get worse. So, um, you know, I feel like it's very much a responsibility uh, to my kids that, you know, I stop messing around and, you know, try and take some of this stuff at least even a little bit seriously. Yeah. And just get that, get that ball rolling and, and see what it takes did. me. And, and, you know, and the ball's like still rolling. Yeah. I'm yeah. Still, I feel like I made some pretty good gains and I'm definitely happy with my progress. Yeah. No, you've been killing it, man. It's been mm-hmm. cool. It's been cool to see that gradual just getting better rather than just like beast mode out of the gate. You just yeah. you did what you could, yeah. man. And that's, that's what matters. Oh, I mean, like our first couple workouts are pretty humbling. I think I was like on the tail end of a, of a six week and mm-hmm. um, you know, that's where it gets really ramped up. And I had done my first ladder and I was- It was the ladder, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that ladder. Yeah, I was like, man. what is that? Why is it, what? That's so much. <laughs> and I, I remember sitting in the car like, uh, yeah, I underestimated this place completely. Yeah. Uh, and then two, I don't know if I'm gonna walk later. <laughs> I, can't, I can barely drive. Yeah. And then the third thing was like, man, I'm so motivated to beat these work up, workouts up. Uh-huh. You know, when I do come here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, just having that mentality, you know, I'm maybe not the most talkative person, but ah. I, like, this hour for me a day is, is like, for me to zone in, you know, mm-hmm. kind of not be dad, not be husband, not be adult, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I could just zone in for an hour. Be her. Do her. Be her, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it adds a lot of balance for me personally, like, in life. Like, I never knew, like, how much, like, having something consistent for myself for an hour a day even is just been just been great you know yeah mm-hmm. and it helps you be better in every other aspect right like being oh, a yeah. husband 
and a dad, like it bleeds over, I feel, and, and that's important, man. Absolutely. And, and not enough people take that time for themselves, you know, and, and, and I get it, like when you have kids and a family and a lot of responsibility, it's easy to kind of forego yourself to for other people, but remembering like, you gotta be there for them and do your best. And yeah. if you're not, then um, you know, you're kind of taken away from that. And I mean, yeah. a lot of the stuff that we focus, like we don't have like super complicated equipment, you know, mm-hmm. like it, this is like the kind of workouts that travel well. So like I travel mm-hmm. a lot for work and you know, I find myself in these uh, hotel gyms and whatnot. And uh, I'm able to, to do things that I never would have done in a gym by myself before. Um, or even in like, you know, just in the hotel room, like you know, I do burpees and squats. Yeah. I'm, wor- I'm worked out. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm maxed cool. out. It took me 20 minutes or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. And that's good. And that's what <laughs> I actually want too. Like, not only like telling people like what to do in here, but like teaching people like how to do things like that when yeah. they, you know, travel. Like, Huge. yeah, that's big. Like, I mean, my girlfriend traveling in, in Panama right now, basically pieced together a workout from what she remembers that we do in here and, and ended up being like perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and she just did it kind of off of of what she's learned so people being able to do that for us like you know we're always pumped about that you know we want people to actually learn from from the way we do things absolutely i think the, the toughest thing right is trying to remember all the stuff and then put it together and yep. that's where it is you know having these workouts that you guys you know come up with us is is huge yeah um and that's why you know even when we're away or when i'm away you know i've reached out to you guys oh for, yeah for workouts and um i'm you know i'm able to, to pull those off and if I do find myself in a gym that's got some pretty cool stuff, I'm like, hey, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's try, let's try like, some let's of this room stuff. Yeah. No, that's cool. Like, that's, that's the fun part, man. You know, <laughs> explore a little bit and, yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. Mm-mm. All right. I think this one is jam-packed. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. We just packed up 54 think we can, minutes. We can bottle it. Bottle it up. It's up there. That was Herb, Herb, this is not a buffet. This is a Sure he's just trying. He's just trying. Oh, to eat. Dude, yeah, you're gonna get it, dude. Eat minutes up. Like, oh man. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we'll have to hit the, the all you can eat sushi. I can throw down on some sushi. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. When you get back, man, we'll hit it up. Fifty-five pieces is my PR. Oh. Fifty-five. Yeah. Is that like, a lot? Is that just the just like, with the rice? The sushi? Yeah, sushi with rice, yeah. yeah. Okay. And like, uh, and when it's sitting on the little, it's it's that's basically roll pieces and then like little, you know, Nigeria, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I guess that was the Yeah, where the where the piece of fish is on the rice. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the buff- at those places, I just peel off the fish. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're not charging me full price. <laughs> peel that little sliver off. Oh, now, the <laughs> now there's a place in Kiln Creek where uh, it's 24 bucks unlimited all you can eat sushi. We haven't been to that place. We got Sushi King down the street that we went to, which yeah. All it's all right. The other place is a little, little higher end, so yeah, I trust it more. We'll go shut yeah. it down one night. Man, those made-to-order so. made buffets are brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. Cuts down on all the waste. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say they charge you for like the stuff you don't eat, so you're kind of scared to go ham. I've never been charged. <laughs> 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 I eat when I, you know, when There's I eat. a whole roll there. I'm yeah. not going to eat <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, signing on out till next week. Mm. Well, uh, sure. yeah, hit, hit us with your questions. We love questions. We love when, when, uh, when, when you give us an opportunity to let Ben express his wonderful mind. Mm. I'm just all bottled up over here. Yep. It's all bottled up. All right. All bottled up. Holla back. Later. Bye. Nice having me.
As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.